0: Just know your market really well is uh, the advice I would give. And just keep in mind, whenever you're going, the older the property is, the more problem you're looking at.
1: Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to ask you, do you have a strategy right now where you are getting leads that come into your inbox while you're sleeping? Do you have a strategy where you are optimized with both Google AdWords and SEO search engine optimization? If not, then guess what? Today's your lucky day. We've got a free strategy session just for you, and it's with Dan Barrett. If you recognize his name, he was a guest on episode 565, and he is the only certified Google partner agency that works exclusively with real estate investors. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy and get a free strategy session to learn with him how to implement an online strategy for your market in both SEO and Google AdWords. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate podcast. Today is Saturday. We're doing a special segment called Situation Saturday where we talk about a specific situation that our best ever guest was in, how he or she overcame it or didn't overcome it, and the lessons that they learned along the way so that if you come across the situation, then you know how to approach it because you've listened to this episode. With us today to talk through a sticky situation, we've got Saj Babu. Hello, Saj.
0: Hey, Joe. How
1: are you? I'm doing really well, and welcome back to the show. If you want to hear his best ever advice, then go to episode 713. You can hear all about the pros and cons of buying through a hedge fund. Saj is the co-founder of Xylo Realty. He began wholesaling in 2012 with hedge funds to acquire properties. He's currently property manager for rehab projects, and he's based in Big D, Dallas, Texas, you can say hi to him at his website xylorealty.com. Just click the link in the show notes page and Saj, with that being said, I'll let you take it away. Tell us about what happened and what the sticky situation was.
0: Thanks for having me again. I uh, excited to be back. Uh, my sticky situation that I was in is my first flip. I had a uh, about three flips going on at the same time, but this is the first one I acquired. Basically, what happened is I fixed the foundation, but it was a 59-year build property. It was just completely off. I heard from the neighbors that there was a pool in the backyard that wasn't filled in correctly. Not sure if that had something to do with the way the foundation was just completely off. Anyways, I didn't go with a reputable foundation company to fix the work to begin with. And then on top of that, it was five inches high on the back side of the house.
1: What does that mean exactly it was five inches high
0: the way it works is the foundation the whole house was just not leveled i had it repaired where we leveled the house but it was still five inches above the leveled number on the back end of the house by the master bedroom and so the problem with that is mortgage companies or fha loans and conventional loans are going to look at that and frown upon that and they will not allow a person to get a loan because of that so My buyers that end up buying my foot properties are traditional buyers. Okay. So if you can't get an FHA loan or a conventional loan, I'm in some heat at that point. I can only sell it to an investor who's going to turn it into a rental or a cash buyer. And in that area, typically cash buyers for a retail amount, it's not very typical for that to happen. Okay. So five inches high. I had subcontractors underneath me. I was kind of acting as contractor at that point and had subcontractors doing a lot of the work. They finished up, did a good job with the rest of the house, but this foundation work was something I'm just not experienced in. So I called in my reputable foundation company that came in and this is the first time I've ever heard this from them. And I did a lot of work with them when I was working solely for the hedge funds at the time. And I've never seen anybody pass up on work. They came out there and said, oh, the owner of the company was the one that went out there. And he told me, you know what, I'm glad you called me out here because I actually passed up on this house a couple of years ago because the foundation is just shot. Huh? And I asked him, can you <laughs> define what that means? <laughs> because Very I've slowly. just never heard that before. <laughs> yeah. And so he was just like, it's just – unrepairable. And I was just like, I've never heard that before. And I ended up just selling it to a rental buyer because I just couldn't sell it to a traditional first-time home buyer or just a traditional mortgage loan buyer. And I lost money on the property. And the solution I had at that point was, okay, I just can't buy something that old in that area. And he told me that side of town is just extremely bad with foundation It's a good subdivision to flip in if you're lucky to get the house that doesn't have this issue. Another solution, if you have time, a lot of wholesalers want an answer fairly quickly. If you have time, get your foundation guy out there and have him take a look at it to see if it's unrepairable or not. But I wish that was the final solution to the problem, but I sold it to a a rental buyer and I figured he was just going to rent it out is what he originally Mm -hmm. told me. I later found out, he ended up later talking to a general contractor and leveled the area, just took the flooring out and just leveled the flooring back there to make it look like it was completely leveled. It's kind of cheating your way around it, but still mortgage companies will see it as leveled at that point or your typical appraiser or, or someone that goes out there on behalf of the mortgage company. and it will be considered as leveled at that point. And my contractor that I use pretty frequently now, I had the conversation with him about, I had this property a couple of months ago. This is what happened. What do you think? Five inches is kind of deep is what he's telling me, but that is the typical way of fixing the problem of something like that. So I lost a lot of money on that first deal. And can you imagine just, this is my First one, I'm kind of flipping on my own without anyone around me helping out. And for your first one to go that wrong, I had to rebuild my
1: confidence to
0: keep getting at it. So I did lose a lot of money on that one, but I learned a lot from it as well.
1: What were the final numbers?
0: I could say that I lost about 20 grand on it. I don't remember exactly. I think I was in it for 160. I think I was trying to sell it for 195, ended up selling it to a um, rental buyer for 140, and he pays all the closing cost. All right, well, around 20 grand I lost.
1: Okay, you mentioned that the owner of the company who owns the foundation repair company said he passed on it because it was so bad. Just looking at it, was there a way that now looking back on it that you could tell this is just beyond repair or was that something of a, an expert needed to identify?
0: Yes and no. With the naked eye, when you're walking the property, you wouldn't be able to tell. A couple of the factors that, that I would recommend is you got to know your market really well as far as not just numbers, but just the quality of foundation in the area. There's certain parts of Dallas that I know that foundation is pretty bad in this area and known for that and certain parts that are not. Another thing that could help is the year build of the house. The older the house, keep in mind, mine was a 59-year build. The older the house is, the more likely it's going to have bigger problems, which is foundation issues and plumbing for that matter. So now choosing my properties to flip, I don't really go older than 70. And if anything, it's got to be in a reputable area that I know that it's repairable. And those are like in the higher end areas in Dallas. But knowing your areas where foundation is a concern or where the soil is pretty bad. And DFW market is kind of known for having foundation problems or Texas in general because of the heat and just the way the soil is and some of the movement that is going on. So Just know your market really well is uh, the advice I would give. And just keep in mind, whenever you're going, the older the property is, the more problems you're looking at. So that's the advice I would give.
1: You mentioned a couple times that you had your good team out there versus I suspect maybe the opposite of that, which would be a bad team. So how do you determine what team is a good one and which team's not? Reputation
0: around town, just seeing who uses them, especially for me, I mean, for me, a big indicator is if a big money buyer, like a hedge fund dishes out their work to this particular company or, or trade. Then yes, they're probably pretty reputable. So, and that's what I ended up going with is just the foundation company that majority of the hedge funds here in town go with mm. and mm. they have the manpower to handle the work cause you don't want to contract a out, but the work only get done in three weeks. But they can handle the work, and their prices are pretty good with investors. so the reputation it really is the big factor for me
1: in the fix that the buyer that got the place from you did, how much do you think that cost him?
0: I would think probably no more than fifteen hundred or two grand, I would think, just based on what he did because the flooring in that bedroom was carpet and it was brand new. They probably just set it aside and fix what they needed to do in that bedroom. I would say no more than $1,500 to
1: $2,000. As you said, that is more of a cosmetic change. It doesn't have anything to do with increasing the integrity of the foundation?
0: For something like that, you just have to do it the right manner. My reputable company that went out there is, is right. There's nothing more they can do to the house. So if it's five inches high in the backside, you're pretty much saying that you need to raise the entire house another five inches. Okay. Nobody wants to do that. When you raise a house that high, you're asking for a massive amount of plumbing issues at that point. Mm -hmm. So that's something I wouldn't recommend, and they wouldn't either. There's a number of factors that the house could have been raised that high on that side. Neighbors told me there was a pool in the backyard, and I think that pool may have something to do with it. And that was years ago when the pool was there.
1: How would a pool have something to do with foundation?
0: If it wasn't filled in correctly, they just threw a bunch of dirt back there and just filled it in. There's just a process. I'm not an expert on getting that done, but I have a friend that owns a pool company here in town. And when it's an in-ground pool, there's a process on filling it in. Otherwise, when it rains, a flood back there and it could cause some issues when it's not sure on where the pool is located around the house. But it could cause some issues with the foundation, mm. just having a massive amount of body of water back there. And I only wanted to hold the property short term because it was a flip.
1: Last question on this. How much would it cost to have a foundation expert come out to all of your properties and look at them before you buy them?
0: They usually don't charge you anything. Now, you don't want to take advantage of them and just have somebody go out there, and give you an awesome report and, and not use them. For instance, you have them go out there five properties, but you only use that company once <laughs> or twice. You know, you want to keep them happy and give them more work, and they'll uh, put you on their schedule for consultation uh, pretty quickly and pretty early. So, it usually is a free estimate. But if they see that you're just kind of using them just to get foundation reports, you don't really do anybody a favor at that point. So. Just find a good, reputable one that you, you, like I only use one foundation company because they treat me well. They put me on their schedule pretty quickly to get out there if I need a pretty quick answer. Because the market's really hot right now, you want to make a decision fairly quickly.
1: Saj, is there anything else that we haven't talked about as it relates to this story that you want to mention to the best ever listeners?
0: get a good contractor on your team as well that has really good experience uh, and works with you really well on your team. That's what happened with me now. I have a really good contractor that I work with and he's doing majority of my properties, finishes fairly quickly and getting full price offers, if not better on my um, flips. So does great job and uh, timely and all around, great guy. Last is, yeah, I would definitely see get that person on your team.
1: What's the best place the best ever listeners can reach you?
0: My website, com. There, you can find all my outlets to my social media and email.
1: So the first thing we want to do is to prevent it from happening, and we do that by knowing your market well, having a good contractor on your team, and then... If you've got time, which sounds like especially in Dallas-Fort Worth, you should make time in the deal, get someone out there to look at the foundation. But if something like this happens, then we go to the next step, and that is just trying to do what you can to sell it, get out of the deal. And the other buyer ended up putting lipstick on a pig for, we estimate, one to two thousand dollars, but not sure and and not sure what that actually would accomplish. So, really, the key is to pr- try and prevent it through the due diligence and having the right team members. Saj, thank you so much for being on the show again. Thank you for telling us this story, how you approached it, the results were. It didn't work out for you, lost 20K, but you've got many other deals that have, and Best Ever listeners, go listen to episode 713, and you can hear all about those and what Saj learned from those deals. Thanks so much for being on the show. Hope you have a Best Ever weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Not only has he managed to flip houses like burgers, he's done it with almost no money or credit. Flip Houses Like Burgers by Nasser El Arabi is a step by step process of wholesaling and flipping, and you can buy it on Amazon today. Flip Houses Like Burgers.